Cricket Clicket, written by Stephen Cosgrove. Another book from bookpop.com. Dedicated to my sister and best of best friends, Kitty Higgins. Truly, she can carry a tune in a bucket and in her heart. Soft of soul and sweet of voice. As you lay on a summer's day in a cool and shady place, don't look up into the skies. Instead, look down and squint your eyes. Squint your eyes so very tight, and if you look with all your might, you'll find the land of more than small. In this land live bugs. That's all. There are wonderful sights to see in more than small, places beyond all your wishes and wants. From Biddlebug Bay to the old village of Crinkle Crags, there is magic in the air. It's not your abracadabra kind of magic, but rather the magic of sound. For the land of more than small is filled with the sounds of beautiful music. Wind whistles through the thistle pines. Water gurgles in Kudidu Creek. Even the little bug hammers ring like bells with every nail they pound. Truly, Bugville is a wonderfully musical place for bugs to live. If you leave Bugville and ride the train north, you will soon find the shores of Laughing Loon Lake. Nestled in the foothills next to the shore is Hollyweed Bowl, an outdoor theater made of weathered-worn rock. It is here at Hollyweed Bowl that bugs come from far and wide to perform. They sing, they dance, they play wonderful tunes on all kinds of instruments. The music soars into the night, and you can see wondrous sights. Look! There's a bug at the piano, a bug on drums. Tap your feet and start to hum. Far from the music one night, a young bug named Cricket Clicket sat all alone in her parents' barn. As the music faintly echoed through the forest, she tried hard not to listen. But even here, the music was all she could hear. Slowly, Cricket's tears dripped and dropped from her eyes, down to her fingers, and then to her toes. Earlier that evening, Cricket and a bunch of bugs from Buttonwood School had gone to Hollyweed Bowl. One of the best musical groups in all of More Than Small was performing. The bug kids had taken the Rattle and Roll Railroad, which ran back and forth to the lake every Saturday night. The trip was filled with laughter and joy as the train rumbled along the track. It was Melody Moth who first began to sing one of her favorite songs— and then Shrug, Glance, and everyone else joined in the singing of the chorus. Happily, Cricket, too, began to sing along. But the notes she sang were so off-key that windows cracked and pod puppies howled at the moon. The train soon came to a steaming stop at Laughing Loon Lake. All the bugs piled out, their laughter following after. But their laughter was not very musical. It was more bitter than sweet. For you see, they were laughing at Cricket Clicket. They were laughing because she couldn't carry a tune. Cricket didn't stay for the concert. Embarrassed, she walked all the way home across Lizard Lane and down Sizzle Creek Road. As she walked up the path to her farmhouse, Cricket could hear voices from the porch. There, rocking in chairs made of carved thistle pine, were her mother Carmen and her father Rickety. They were softly singing a song in two-part harmony. For the Clickets were a family of singers. Everybody sang whenever they could. Everybody, that is. 
except Cricket. Her eyes brimming with tears, Cricket sneaked past the house and slipped into the barn. Cricket was so sad that she planned to stay hidden in the barn all night. But soon her father came whistling out to the barn to feed the cowbugs. The barn door creaked and groaned as Rickety Clicket stepped inside, his lantern held high. He was shocked to find his daughter there, sitting on a bale of clover. "'What are you doing here?' he asked. "'I thought you'd gone to the concert with your friends.' "'It was a stupid concert,' she muttered as she turned away. "'Just stupid.' "'Well, give me a hand with the chores,' he said, tossing the cowbug some clover. "'When we finish, we'll go back to the house and sing a song with your mother.' Poor, poor Cricket Clicket began to cry." Sobbing, Cricket told her father what had happened on the train. "'I can't carry a tune in a bucket,' she cried. "'When I sing, it sounds like Miss Bugley running her fingernails down the chalkboard at school.' "'Well,' said her father kindly, "'your mother and I have noticed that you sing a bit off-key, but it doesn't matter to us.' "'But it does matter to me,' cried Cricket. "'I want to sing with my friends to let music ring.' "'There, there,' hummed Rickety-Clicket. You don't have to sing to make music ring. You can always play instead. Play? asked Cricket. Yes, play, smiled her father. Play a musical instrument. Cricket's little eyes lit up. That's it, she laughed. I don't have to sing. I can play. She gave her father a hug and hurried into the house to find a musical instrument. Down the stairs to the basement she flew like crickets sometimes do. There, in an old trunk, she found a rusty flute, a tarnished tuba, and a rose-petal horn. Bright and early the next morning, Cricket carried the instruments out to the field behind the barn. There, in a field of barley corn, she tried the flute, the tuba, and the rose-petal horn. But none of the instruments sounded quite right. They sounded better than her singing, but there was still a little something missing. I've tried the tuba, and it wasn't right. The horn and the flute were no better, Cricket sighed. There must be an instrument I would be good at. Cricket thought and thought, and then she thought some more. Suddenly she remembered Grandpa Cricket's old fiddle that was stored in the attic. Surely this is the answer to the riddle, she laughed. I will learn to play the fiddle. In a flash she dashed into the house and up the stairs to the attic. In the back of the attic, Cricket found the old dusty fiddle case. She opened it carefully. There, nestled in the velvet lining of the old case, was the fiddle. She dusted off the fiddle and put rosin on the bow. Then, like a wild bug, she let it all go. Cricket didn't play classic or rock as she whirled around. The song she played had a country sound. A week or two later, after practicing every day, Cricket took the train back to Hollyweed Bowl. She stood quietly in the back while Shrug, Snug, and Melody sang along with the All-Bug Band. It was Melody who finally noticed the musical instrument in Cricket's hand. "'Can you really play that fiddle?' Melody asked. Cricket smiled a shy smile and said, "'Just a little.' While everyone watched, she hurried to the stage and took the fiddle from its case." She tucked it under her chin and with the bow began to play. She began slowly, the bow sliding back and forth across the strings. 
With each stroke of the bow, the music got better and better and then better than the best. With a whoop and a cheer, the bugs at Hollyweed Bowl began dancing with any bug near. So if you can't sing, and not everyone can, remember Cricket Clicket and the All Bug Band. If you would like to hear more stories by Stephen Cosgrove, visit bookpop.com.